Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Insurance, right? It's an extremely broad subject in itself. The baseline, you should recognize that it is a risk management tool. Meaning that if you have something that you want to preserve, this current situation that you want, you can actually sell the possibility of other scenarios that you don't want, you know, to someone else, right? You pay a price to someone to absorb these possibilities and mitigate the impact if these other possibilities happen, right? From affecting the thing that you want to preserve. So broadly speaking, people see mostly from a you know, personal medical viewpoint or an income perspective because you always make this money. So you want to buy some sort of insurance to mitigate if let's say you fail to be able to bring in that income, right? But actually it is a lot more, right? You can mitigate foreign exchange rates. You can mitigate property prices. You can mitigate share movements and you know all sorts of stuff. If you are some famous artists like a pianist Lang Lang, you can even, you know, insure your fingers. All sorts of possibilities, right? So there is a whole host of episode out there about insurance. It's not a simple topic, but yeah, that's a baseline idea. And I hope you learned something useful from today's episode to kickstart your process. Welcome home. Good morning, everyone! I welcome you to another day with a financial coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it! Ultimately empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. So whether you're interested in a pursuit of the common narrative, getting a degree, finding a job, setting up a family and live happily ever after, Oh, you're an avid fire believer, F-I-R-E, for those who are new to the term, fire means financial independence, retire early. Or you're just quirky, like me, questioning and trying to create a life you love. There should be something for you here. So whether you're on your way to work, to school, chilling by the beach, or just cuddling, snuggling in bed, today's topic is, how should I insure myself? So you know, you went through many years, in university or went to the polytechnics, finally you graduated, finally you got a job, you know, you're making income, you know, and things are starting to change because you're going to a new phase of life. And then you realize that you have some friends that joined the insurance company and you'll be like, oh, oh. Are they going to sell me something? The truth is yes, because that is their job, right? They're supposed to sell. And chances are you'll be getting people that you've not connected for a really long time knocking your door and asking you about your financial health, how are you doing, have you saved any money, do you have any insurance, you know, are you going to plan for retirement, all those kind of stuff. Sometimes, you know these people a little closer, it makes it a little tough to, should I say, politely reject them. Sometimes you totally don't know them and then suddenly they come and connect with you, sharing with you they have this investment plan, that savings plan, that insurance plan and all sorts of kind of stuff. I'm sure you've experienced it. And for some people, even starting university, you know, the university, they organize so many camps and a lot of these financial companies, they sponsor big money, 10000 you know, sing dollars just to come and talk to you during your camps. Yeah, that is how you get your camps going. If you didn't know... 
only most of the time only this financial companies or these insurance companies they are you know gonna be paying cash sponsorship and to run a camp you need money all right so you get the idea that's why there'll always be these few hours that you get tucked into one of the lecture theaters and then you get bombarded by all this random insurance or savings plan or retirement plan endowment plan all those kind of plan 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 and sell you all sorts of stories you get the idea but is insurance important it is i think it's important what is insurance exactly insurance is a risk mitigating tool what is a risk mitigating tool essentially is something that will cushion your fall right so i do think there is a place for insurance very very important because you never know when you get into an accident you never know when you will you know get seriously ill most of the time these are the things that insurance cover of course you have a house you want to buy a housing insurance because you don't want your house to get burned down you know you organize some random barbecue and got high and then someone just lift the stove on and burns the place whatever Oh, uh, you get a car, you need an insurance, you know, etc., etc. But most people will start with life insurance or health insurance, hospitalization, all those kind of stuff. And yes, I believe it's important because they help you cushion your down, right? Help you cushion when shit happens. But the biggest shit that you are facing now, it's getting yourself off the ground. You are at ground zero. You just got your job. You are. You have all this debt that you need to pay because you know you went to university. You get some debt, twenty, thirty thousand easily. If you're in, you know, more expensive courses, then yeah, you get the point. You have you have some debt. You just got a job. You're trying to get yourself together, trying to build a savings, trying to manage your finances. Those are the things that you need to start with. Get your income proper. Manage your savings. These are the two things that you need to do first. Right. So when you're on ground zero, there is no ground to go further. Yes, you can fall sick, you can still get in an accident. You're not wrong, but you're at ground zero, man. Get yourself off the ground first. Right. Sort out your income, sort out your savings. Then we talk about insurance. And you need to realize that all over the world today, there is a relatively robust healthcare system. Of course, <laughs> relative to the past. Right today, you in the UK you have things like NHS, and all over Europe you have a lot of very developed healthcare system. Of course, in Singapore we have our own healthcare system. You know whether is it the Medicare, MediShield system, or whether is it the polyclinics where provide public, you know, healthcare support, or is it the public hospitals, etc., etc. We have a decent healthcare system. And when you join a company, you have Company insurance, of course. If you join an MNC, it is a given. More or less, most MNCs will give you a decent company insurance. What is an MNC? Multinational corporation. Essentially, these are huge companies that are everywhere. They're not just in Singapore, but so happened that Singapore has been a HQ for many of these MNCs, and so you get employed in an MNC pretty easily. Of course, if you're in an SME, maybe not. Small, medium enterprises, most of the time, they may not provide healthcare or may not provide company-level insurance. So check, check with them. Make sure you get a good idea. So you realize that there is some support with, from the state system. There is some support in the company systems, and then you look at whether do you want to buy more insurance on your own. Which brings me to the case that you tend to be overinsured because. 
my goodness, you have so many protection layer. And when you're just starting, like I said, you need to get yourself off the ground first. Set up your income, set up your savings, then we talk about insurance. But because a lot of these agents are salespeople, which is perfectly okay, they will tell you all sorts of things. You need to buy this, you need to do that. What if this, what if that? There is a lot of fear going around, which is what I'm uncomfortable about. I'm not uncomfortable that there's such a product because this product... I think there is a position for it in our financial health. And there is a course that many of these agents need to do, whether it's to get the M5, M9 license, all sorts of different licenses that they need to get before they are accredited to sell you all these insurances. So kudos to them. That is not an easy job. But we need to know as consumers, how do we then insure ourselves? And today, I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly how to insure yourself because firstly, I'm not accredited. I'm not accredited and I don't want to get in trouble. And the next is, it's too complicated. It's too unique to everyone. Right? It's too unique to everybody depending on your case, what you need, what are you looking for, etc. Then your insurance then comes into play knowing what you actually need for yourself. But I still have some points to share with you as to how do I insure myself and how I feel you should insure yourself. And the first point is never ever get insurance from a newbie. Someone that is new in the market, just got their license, you know, fresh. They have barely been in the business for three years, five years. Don't get from them. There will be tons of people that will give them a chance, okay? But just not me. And I'm going to share with you why. You may think I'm a little bit of an ass, but I'm going to share with you why. So you have a friend, just got their license, come knocking at your door. It can be a very good friend, you trust them. And then they'll be like, oh no, you got to buy this, you got to do that, you got to get this. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you get into a lot of like monthly payments. You got to pay for savings plan, you got to pay for your insurance, you got to pay for your endowment plan, pay for a retirement plan when you're like, what, barely 25? <laughs> it's gonna like wipe out most of your monthly income and you're not gonna have much savings you're not gonna have much investments of your own because they will also sell you the idea that oh no you can invest with us you can save with us we're a one-stop solution blah 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 but the reality is it is a lot more complicated than that millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And don't get me wrong, I trust my friends, whether or not they do insurance. I trust them because they are my friends. I trust that they will be my friend, right? You get the idea? There's, if there's someone that is bullying you in school, you can trust that that guy will continue to bully you in school or maybe a girl. Either way, you know, so trust essentially means consistency. Someone is consistent. That's why you can trust that they will continue to do the same thing. So I can trust that my friend will always be my friend because of whatever that has happened. You get the idea? It doesn't mean that... I trust this person to be my friend. I can trust them with my financial health, right? So 
don't misuse the idea of trust and learn to segregate that. You know, trust actually just means you can believe that this thing will continue to happen because it has happened before. That's why you can trust it. Right? So I trust my friend to be my friend because we've been through ups and downs, we've gone through stuff together and every time they were they are there for me and yeah, I can trust them. But that doesn't mean that they are new in this line. I can trust them. And I'm going to share with you some statistics. I don't trust new guys in insurance because a research done by Centric Consulting has shown that about 83% of people quit in the first year, in the first three years. 83% of people that joined the insurance industry quit in the first three years. And 30% of them quit in the first three months. So it is a tough business. It is complicated. Technology is coming in to take over a lot of stuff. You have a lot of agents in the market. You have all sorts of things going on these days and it's difficult, right? So it's not so easy as to everyone, you know, they're going to make a lot of money selling savings plan, you know, all those kind of stuff. It's, it's not that simple. So honestly, I wouldn't want to buy from someone that is new because I'm not even sure whether they will be here. Why would I want to trust my financial health? Why would I want to trust my insurance policy or my savings plan if I choose to get a savings plan with someone that is my good buddy, We've been having fun together for like 15 years. But they just start this thing and I'm not sure if they will last for even more than three years because statistics tell me that most people don't last for more than three years. It's not because I don't trust them as a friend. I trust them as a friend because they will always be my friend. But I don't trust them with my financial health because statistics tell me that most of them will not last. Right? So never get from a newbie. They're just new to the game. They may have some package that got them to join or... For whatever reason, they are in the industry and they are new. They need to go through that rigor. So I don't trust any newbie for to handle my financial health. You get the idea? So never get from a new guy. There will always be people that give them the chance. There will always be people that will buy from the newbie. It's fine. It's just not me. Maybe just not us. You get the idea? And yes, if you feel that you need to get an insurance agent... You want someone that you can trust, you know, not your friend, but someone you can trust that understands financial health, understands insurance, understands the different aspects of your life. You know what's the person that you can ask? Ask your mom. Always ask your mom or your dad or someone that is senior. You look at them, you feel that they can manage their finances well. Someone in your family, your uncle, your aunt, whatever. They definitely know someone that they trust with their insurance. Ask them. And these people that have helped them for an extended period of time, they have shown some record, right? So ask them, get them to introduce you their insurance agents. You get the idea? Cool stuff. Which brings me to my second point, is that you got to realize that buying insurance, you can always upgrade. You can always upgrade, you can always buy more, you can always increase your premium. It is fine. No hurry. No hurry at all. Buying insurance or getting some sort of financial plan is not like going to the dim sum restaurant, you know. Hey, hey, hey well, the push card is here. Hurry, hurry. Hey, you know, wow, I've got siu mai hak out, everything. Or go to get the ikta, it's almost finishing. Sometimes I see how Singaporeans eat dim sum, right? Okay, I get the idea. Huh? Many, many of us are a little bit too excited when it comes to buying things or when it comes to consuming things but 
recognize that this is not dim sum, this is not your Sunday high tea or Sunday brunch, it's not a buffet. When you take on any kind of insurance plans or savings plans or investment plans from all these agents, this is something that's going to be with you for a while, you know, for a good while. can be five years, can be lifetime, it can be 25 years, whatever it is, it's going to be a long time. So you want to be able to manage it. You want to be able to be in a comfortable position because this will be the first thing that goes if you get into any shit. If you lose your income or for some reason something happened and you can no longer manage your finances like how you used to manage, that means your income, your expenses, your investments, your savings, your insurance, they, they jumble up because of some, some things happen. It's no longer the same as how, it was, how you were managing it. The first thing that you will go, that you will let go, chances are, is your insurance. Right? So, and you need to realize that when you terminate early, early termination, you get penalty. You, get, you lose your, your, your savings, you lose your investments, you lose some sort of insurance, etc., etc. You get penalized, much like many other things. Because when you sign an agreement and you don't meet that agreement, you get penalized. Welcome to the real world. So why not take on something that is comfortable? If you really feel you cannot save on your own, right? There's a lot of insurance people like to sell this savings plan. If you really feel that you cannot save on your own and you need a company to save for you, my goodness, it's okay. Start with fifty dollars, uh, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars, whatever. You don't need to do like two, three hundred for the start, right? You want to be in a comfortable, comfortable position so that you can keep up with it. Keeps it simple. If you need a health plan, you need a hospitalization plan, get it. But get something that it's comfortable. You don't need to plan for retirement at 25. You don't need to plan for what endowment plan. You know, they will ask you questions like, how much do you want to leave for your family? Honestly, I just want them to be happy and healthy and go through whatever that they need to go through. I don't need to leave anything behind for them. You, you, you get the idea? And some people will say, Aya, you're so bad, huh? you don't want to leave anything for your family. I'm like, seriously... The only thing that anybody brings off, brings away from this living is experience. So if you think that buying a savings, buying a buying a plan that when you die or if you get into an accident, it will give you your family a million dollars, you are kind of thinking like a jackpot kind of thing, right? <laughs> but in reality, many of our families just want to spend time together. Full stop. All right. So all these people. These agents, they will sell you all sorts of stuff and sell you all sorts of stories. And that's how they sell. That is, that is in, on their end. But on our end, as smart consumers, as people that are financially smart or wants to be financially smart, we got to realize that any plan that we buy, it's, it's here to stay and it's here long term. And I don't even know what's going to happen in the next two years or three years or even next, next year. How is it so easy for me to commit to five years, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years? It's crazy, right? Especially when you first got your job. Just graduated, got your first job. Honestly, do you think you will like your first job or you will stick with your first job for five years? I highly, highly doubt so. It's normal because we are all in this process of experiencing, questioning life, trying to understand what we like, what we don't, what kind of job can we stay, you know, what is just a fad. Or maybe something that we thought we wanted may not be what we actually want. It's all a discovery process. And in this discovery process, I honestly don't think that we want to take on too many financial commitments. It's not going to keep us nimble. It's going to keep us stuck. And if we have to cut off certain things, 
prematurely, it's going to affect us. We're going to lose certain things. So why? For what, right? So realize that you can always upgrade. There's no hurry. Take your time. All right. So the first thing is never get from newbie. The second thing is you can always upgrade. Take your time. No hurry. Find someone that you can actually trust. Someone that has experience in the field. Five years, ten years, they know. And they know they have clients like yourself. Which brings me to the third point. Which is review, review, and review. Don't use the bata mindset. Now, okay, for those who are not from Singapore, bata means buy and throw away, right? <laughs> Essentially, is this shoe shop that sells really cheap stuff and it's called bata. Honestly, bata is very good shoes. Uh, okay, if bata wants to sponsor me, I don't mind. Bata is really good shoes. I've used them when I was really broke and I still needed to look decent. I bought a pair of bata shoes and it stayed with me for close to three years. Cool stuff. Many of the other shoes that I bought thereafter, they didn't last for a year plus. Alright, so shout out to Bata. But never use that Bata mindset, the buy and throw away mindset when you are doing anything when it comes to your finances. Whether is it your investments or whether is it your savings or whether is it your insurance. Don't use that Bata mindset, dude. Review, review, and review. Keep yourself updated. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? You know, every one to two years, two to three years, whenever you know, you're comfortable, I think two to three years is fine. Review with your insurance agents. What's going on in your life? What are you have some priority shifts? Are there any better plans these days? You know, because insurance work as a pool system. When more people sign up for the pool, it becomes popular. Premiums go down. Right? Or you, you get the idea. It's a lot more complicated. It's not as simple as, as what it seems. But the idea is much like selling any other thing, there will always be this new and improved thing that comes along the way periodically. Right? And certain old things, the older versions, they get obsolete, they become cheaper, etc. etc. Right? So always review, review and review. So, that sums up the podcast for today. How should I insure myself? The first thing is, never get from a new guy. They are also getting tested themselves in terms of whether they can last through this insurance business or whatever insurance agency that they are with. Next point is, realize that you can always upgrade. You're not in a hurry, right? You don't need to plan 20, 50, 30 years. Five years. Do something manageable. Something that's like, maybe 5 to 10% at most of your income. Something that you can manage even if your income gets distorted. Okay? And then the third, last point, review, review, review. No bata mindset. You get an idea? Okay, I hope you learned something today. See ya! Test, test. Hey! I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. I hope you will share what you have gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building our community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com or message me on Facebook at The Financial Coconut. I will do my best to address your questions in future podcast series, especially if many people are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned, and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear, and sustainable for all.
If you want to clear your thoughts about some other insurance practices or insurance strategies, right, you can hop over to episode 73 where I explore the idea of buy-term investor rest or you can drop into our interview with Chris from Provident, the first fee-only um, financial planning company. And, you know, uh, it's over at TFC, Chills with TFC episode 2, right? If you have any specific questions regarding uh, various tools, you know, definitely head over to your community Telegram group to ask your hearts out. Follow our social, sign up for weekly newsletter. Yeah. If you have any questions, don't paise. You can send an email if you're very paise. Hello at financialcoconut.com. And if you have any interesting people you want us to talk to and you have interesting thoughts, feel free to name drop in our email and keep learning. I'll see you around. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.